<laughs> we're gonna start with laughing. Welcome to the Jason and Bart Show. Hey, Jason, we're recording all fun day of taxes. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. It's tax day. Happy tax day, everybody. Um, Is it happy? Is it happy? Hey, you know, taxes are the price we pay for a civilized society. Oliver Wendell Holmes. Mark it down. Check quotes by Jason. Quotes by Jason. Actually, I stole that one from the West Wing, as you as you probably. uh, Yes, yes, I do. Uh, So I'm going to say I hate the way we do taxes in this in the states. Mm. Um, I prefer sort of European way of doing it. They basically do the government knows what you owe. Um, So why not like you know why not just send it like most of countries? Do you know why they do the way they do it? No. Um, well, why don't you why don't you tell me a little bit about the differences first of all? They literally just sent you. This is what you owe, or here's your refund. Okay, that's it. That's that. That's that's literally it. Um, here, the reason we do this is because of QuickBooks and TurboTax. Sure, because those guys lobbied it to do it. Anyway, that's my rant for this whole tax season wait, thing. Wait, you you mean the business of America is business? Yes. Oh, Let's okay. do more business because. Gotcha. Why go through this whole rigmarole of literally trying to figure out your taxes? Anyway, and I think small businesses and especially agencies have a fun time with this stuff. And depends how you're set up, right? Um, I don't know how you guys are set up, but we're an LLC, just a pass through. So uh, my partner and I pay through our personal taxes what we owe in the business, which is always so much fun every year. Um, and it's always one of those like, you know, your accountant sends you the, here's what you owe for everything. And you're like, and then you freak out. It's quite, then you freak out, you have a drink and move on. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, um, I don't know. I, 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 and this is probably very unpopular, uh, perspective on it, but I don't know. Taxes never really have freaked me out. They're always just kind of the cost of doing business. And I guess the better you're doing at your business, then the more taxes you're going to pay. And I think that there are ways that you can, you can manage your business and you can certainly manage your tax liability in a, in a responsible way. But at the same time, it's also a little bit of a badge of honor, which I guess it depends on how you want to look at it. I I know a lot of people don't look at it that way, which is, which is totally fine. I think to your point where we started the conversation too, like, you know, why don't we, why don't, why doesn't America do it the way other, other countries do it? And I think, I mean, anytime there's a, inkling of a percentage of a possibility that you may be able to pay less than the next guy, then we're going to explore that opportunity, you know, all the way home. And, and of course, you know, that, that breeds these businesses unto themselves. But um, yeah, I mean, look, you know, we're um, my business is right. So I, one, I'm a single member LLC wheelhouse uh, right now. It's just me. And then um, uh, the Vela Media Group, you know, crowd favorite is a subsidiary of the Vela Media Group, so it it rolls up to a to an S corp. It itself is an LLC. So, like you, um, there are a lot of similarities between the LLC and the S corp, and we can talk a little bit about like corporate structure today because that is a huge part about like um, I think setting up your business for having different types of tax liability. I won't say whether they're better or worse. And I'm going to stop right here because this is I think this is really important that we get this out there today. Neither mm-hmm. Bart and I are tax specialists or financial advisors, and yep. nobody who hears this should make any kind of tax or financial decision based on this content. 
big uh, disclaimer, go, big, go big, big disclaimer. Your, uh, go talk to your financial advisor. But um, and I think that's probably the second thing that at a very high level before we maybe get into some more details around how we can manage our tax liability better is just, you know, I, I, I lawyers and accountants or lawyers and tax people, you know, they're the things you don't want to skimp on in the long run over a long enough period of time, the money you spend and invest on quality vendors or third party people who help you out with those things. Um, I think the better off your businesses are, I think yep. where if you go cheap, you're going to get, you're going to wind up paying for it. I, at some point, that's just, there's a lot of risk, obviously in entrepreneurship, there's a lot of risk that we take. And I think, you know, getting your, your legal and your accounting um, services in a place where you're not worried about that risk um, is really important because those two things are intended to minimize your risk as a business owner. Uh, so you don't right. want to, right. So, um, but yeah, um, well, I think I, I want to start with like cash management and accounting. I think that's, I think that's probably like one of the first, first, but I assume, do you guys do cash or, or accrual based accounting? We're cash. We're always been cash just because that's, that's the easiest way to start. Um, you know, the cruel side of it is great. Um, I just, you know, we've talked to our accountant over the years and it's just what we do, how we do it cash right now is it works, right? And most, most smaller companies are going to be cash unless you get into a full accrual play. But for the most part, I think everybody's cash that I can think of unless you guys are not. No, no, no. I, I, I agree. I mean, I look, I think that there are depends on what you're trying to get out of your business, right? I think if you are, um, I think if you are on the smaller side, there's certainly, uh, I think there are probably more advantages and more pros than cons to, to cash-based accounting. Although I will say that if you're looking to raise capital or if you are looking for, um, in, you know, outside investment at some point, um, accrual-based accounting is probably going to be something that they're going to yeah. be interested in. But, you know, that said, I think at the end of the day, you know, you've got, you've got the ability with cash-based accounting to control tax liability a little bit more directly, um, both with your inflows and your outflows. And so like, what do I mean by that? I mean that, you know, on the revenue side, you, let's say, you know, um, let's say you're an e-commerce company and maybe that your revenue flows heavier the second half of the year because your clients have heavier needs for their Q4s. And so you're doing a lot of work in Q2 and Q3. And so your revenue is really flowing in in Q3 and Q4. Um, you know, you as a cash based business, you know, accrual, you're you're recognizing that revenue as you earn it. Right. And then but on a cash basis, you're mm -hmm. recognizing that revenue when it gets paid, when right. you receive it. So you can you can defer your billing and push those receivables into the following year keeping your year, your current year's revenue a little bit lower, which will bring down your, your overall net profitability, which will bring down your overall tax liability. So that's, that's definitely one way to do it. And the other way to do it is on the, is on the outflow, right? Which is uh, on the, with sort of the mirror of that is if you have vendors that you, that you owe money to, right? If you're paying, if you're doing cash-based accounting, you may owe them, you may owe them money in three to six months, but you may have the cash and you may want to pay them now right to again right. increase increase or decrease that tax liability and, and allow yourself for for more deductions so i i think there are definitely some some advantages uh to how you to how you do your accounting and, and cash base i think for a lot of digital agencies that we talk to certainly is the seems to be the the, the choice the choice du jour right 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely. It's in the, I, I feel like cash is so much easier to deal with the cash way. You know, you get the money. That's that's when it that's when it hits, right? That's what you know. There's a lot more complications to accrual, but it works a lot of times. Um, and it's it's just the 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 flavor of where companies want to go with. Um, and I think just for smaller businesses, it just makes more sense. I don't know. I I, f- I feel like we've never even considered going doing anything else. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean that's that's right. Like the definitions of of those two different things is, I, I think for bigger companies and for you, you said if you're raising money, that's probably a better way of going about it. Um, from from just just looking at that, but yeah, for the most part, yeah, cost comes in. That's that's when you recognize it. There it is. Yeah, and while you're doing your, you know, while you're doing your cash based accounting, I think I think you know the next the next thing to take a look at too, right? Is is deductions. Um, do you know? Do are you aware of all the things that you can deduct? And are you at least having those conversations with your tax specialist or financial advisor? Um, there are things like, you know, th- deductions you can take around your home office. Uh, a lot of us are working in at least a hybrid, if not fully remote environment, right? Um, travel expenses, equipment, software. These are all things that um, have potential opportunities for deductions. There are indeed tax credits, right? This is, a, this is one of the... Um, one of the topics that a lot of people explore every now and then it has sort of a cyclical life shelf to it too. It kind of, kind of comes out of nowhere and, <laughs> into it and then it kind of dissipates again. Um, yeah. But usually around this time, a lot of people are very interested in, in the R and D tax uh, credit, um, you know, um, and stuff like that. So I think, you know, the way that you work with your tax professional on figuring out where you can find those deductions. And I think that it, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of, um, I think there's a lot of owners out there who, probably aren't taking full advantage of the deductions that are at their, that are at their disposal. And this is again, why having somebody who's a professional and paying somebody who really knows their stuff. Um, I would also recommend like different States have more complicated, uh, uh, accounting, you know, laws and standards and so on and so forth. So, um, if you are in one of those more complicated States, like definitely having a professional by your side to deal with all the nuances and idiosyncrasies that are not standard across the board from state to state is also, also really important. Yeah. And I think speaking of that, uh, in a remote world, uh, all of a sudden where people live everywhere, your taxes got more difficult. Yeah. Um, it's so all over the place. And like California is one of those places. It sucks. Um, so we use um, for payroll um, and HR and stuff like that. We use Trinet, which helps us because we don't have to deal with the compliance stuff. They actually do it all. So whatever state we're in, they, they're dealing with the compliance. Right. But I know some agencies that have people over you know multiple states and they have to file taxes in every single state. And you're like this, yeah. See, that's a lot, right? Then you're yep. filing federal, you find local, you find this, you find state, and then you find local stuff, and then you're personalized. All of a sudden, you're you're coming up to you know 50 different tax forms and different things you have to do, and it's complex and it, it's insane. Yeah, and I think over time, you <laughs> my my experience has been like when my director of ops is completely fed up with California and tells me that we'll never hire anybody from there again, I just go, okay, well, we're not going to hire anybody from there again. That's, that's just okay. 49 sure. states it is, right? So uh, <laughs> that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people's, you know, attitude towards 
It was California. I mean, we were born. We we were born and bred in California. Both Kareem and I were there when we started, and uh, and we had other people there too. And so a lot of the a lot of the company was was sort of started out of out of Cali and slowly but surely uh, moved out. Um, so yeah, I think deductions are really important. And then um, and I think we're, I think that this next part is is where where we talked a little bit earlier about like how are you structuring your company? Are you doing, are you doing an LLC? Are you doing an S corp? Are you doing a um, a C corp, um, right. and you know, based on, based on your, your particular, uh, your particular model and your particular goals, you know, is, which structure is best from a liability standpoint. I think a lot of people, I will say, I think they're, they're like put a C corp on the shelf for a second, because I think, I think most of the companies that we're talking to are probably S corps and LLCs. Mm-hmm. Um, not all, not saying all, but I know there are some C corps out there. Um, and they usually have more aggressive like growth plans or are looking for M&A at some point or, or whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that there there is one. I think you know, there are some slight differences between, you know, S Corp and, and LLCs um, uh, and and figuring out maybe some of the advantages around around or, or the pros and cons between the two in terms of your particular tax uh, liability is really important. You know, the ability with you know, as Bart was saying earlier, you know, everything rolls up to, to your personal return on paper. You're a very rich man. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, we all know that, right. It doesn't really work that way in terms of the take home. Um, but, you know, obviously, you know, the, the company is basically rolling, you know, that up and, and taking care of a large portion of that tax burden. Yeah. It's not like, it's not, uh, just for everybody out there, if 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 a million dollars rolls up to to Bart's um, tax return, you know, it, Bart doesn't have to come up with the taxes for a million dollars. No, right? so no. Um, I also think with the S corp, which is what what we are with uh, with El Media and Crowd Favorite, like I think, um, you know, the ability to take your to take your comp and split it between wages and distributions also can have an, uh, an impact on your on your um on your tax liability the thing about c corps is is double taxation right so you're basically you're basically paying the company not so the so the 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 net income is not rolling up to personal returns uh, in a c corp the entity itself is paying its own taxes and then with the profit and with the excuse me the cash left over from from the post-tax event the owners take their distributions or their dividends, which then are and get taxed. And taxed. Yep. Uh, right. Uh, now, not as ordinary income, though, I don't believe. I believe it's their cap gains. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's it. Yeah, I think it's cap gains. Or, uh, or, but there's, or corporate there, tax. It's, it's yeah, yeah. corporate. No, yeah. No. And then there's a little bit of difference between just a basic LLC and an S-Corp. Um, there's a lot more tax advantages to the S-Corp. Um, yes. There are some restrictions. That we, there's a reason why we went to purchase LLC. I think it's just the easiest way to do it. We just opened it. Didn't think we we're going to be, you know, 13 years in and we're still here. So, yeah, I think um, with the S Corp, you can, you also can limit like self employment taxes a bit. Um, and, and again, you have that ability to kind of split your wages between, between salary and distribution. Yeah. Uh, um, so, for, so, so just to, just to wrap this off on things of taxes. Um, uh, besides today, <laughs> we're, you know, yesterday talking to your, 
to your accountant and your tax professionals. Um, I think the next step is to talk to them tomorrow and figure out what's the next year's or next year looks like. Um, it's a, always a good idea at the beginning of the year or whatever your fiscal year looks like mm -hmm. um, to go, hey, what kind of liabilities can we look at? What can we help get help with? What kind of tax code can we look at to decrease our taxes? I mean, that's just that's just what it is, right? Yeah. Um, and how can we move them around? So that's that's the first time. Look at a middle, like every quarter, you should be probably talking to them. And then almost at the end of the year, what kind of things you like, and this happens every year, right? For everybody, what kind of equipment can we buy? Like end of the year, because we have things to spend, you know, on our people or kind of bonuses can we give? That's right. Um, because otherwise you're going to, you're going to spend that money on taxes instead of giving it to your people for the most part. Yeah. And I think that's, that's an interesting point. And I think, you know, I, I guess the last sort of strategic thing I would ask people to th to consider is the frequency in which you're paying your taxes. You know, are you paying quarterly estimated taxes or are you waiting right. to pay a one-time event? Uh, I'm a big proponent of paying quarterly estimates. Um, I think it is a really nice way to manage the business in bite-sized chunks in ways that um, you can predict your outflows of cash a little bit easier um, instead of maybe getting yourself into a situation where you have to make, you know, huge lump sum payments at one time, um, sometime in Q1 every year uh, to pay for, to pay our taxes. Um, and I would also say just, just, you know, if you are running LLCs or S corps, you know, remember that uh, corporate filings are usually due about a month before your personal filings. Um, if you're not working with a tax professional, that's a, that's a common mistake. So, uh, Go back to work with a tax professional. Pay the money; it's worth it. Um, and every year, and every year, we have to extend it because some paperwork did not come in, and we're waiting for it every yeah. single year. And this happens all the time. Some financial institution is not sending it to the two days before taxes are due. I got something on Friday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. seriously, seriously. It's you know, it's got, and it's not me. I had everything ready. It's it's really not me. It's just waiting for financial institutions or some you know or something you invested in to give you the K ones and everything else, and it takes forever sometimes. Yeah. And I can bet you I'm going to get one in about a month. I'm sure. I'm sure. And again, I think that's the those quarterly estimates just they take everything into into smaller chunks. And you it, yeah. now like it does create administrative overhead, right? So again, engaging with somebody to help you through this yep. really important. Um, I think that, you know, sometimes there is some uncertainty in, in income, right? So a lot of small yeah. businesses have sort of fluctuating revenue flowing in. So they, there's some stress around always having the cash in the bank in order to make your tax payment every quarter. But that's where we can get into another show about cash on hand and setting up your, your accounts into different accounts so that you don't have to worry about operating the business versus paying your taxes. Right. Yep. Um, so, uh, and then of course, you know, like opportunity cost is another potential, potential con to it. But at the end of the day, I think it, I, I still think for businesses of a certain, uh, certainly digital agencies, there's no reason not to be looking to pay quarterly estimates. Exactly. Um, I think we should bring in a tax professional, um, as our, one of our guests there, but that'd be, I think that'd, be a, that'd be really, really good. Um, we, we know some people. We know a few people. <laughs> we know a few people. It'd be great to have. We stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night, but um, did you? Is, you don't know those commercials. Yes, I know those commercials. 
Oh, and that's another episode of the Jason and Bart show. We talked about a really fun topic today. Um, I like talking about taxes. I don't know why. I don't know why everybody's so. Uh, what's the big deal? They're just hey, you know the beauty of it is if you lose money, you can carry those losses forward, and you can you can put them against the next year's taxes. So just gotta work it. Just gotta work the system. That's it. Gotta work the system. I know you want it to be nice and cut and dry. One number. Put it in the mailbox. Don't think about it again. No, I actually don't. But here we are. You want to pay VAT? Is that what you're trying to tell everybody? Oh uh, no, no, no. Well. That's a that's another show, and that might be a flying conversation because I have a lot of thoughts. That you do. My rants on those things will be very long, sir, and this show will go forever. Anyway, thank you for joining us for another show. We'll see you next wait, time. Wait, 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 wait! Oh, I forgot. Oh my god, I forgot because that's because we had a conversation beforehand. Yes, Jason, Jason, what are you obsessed with? You know, you want to you want to own this section of the show. You better effing own it. That's all. That's I have because to you say. screwed me up in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I am obsessing over two things. Uh, tomorrow, a uh, twenty tea time, first one of the year up here, which uh, which I'm looking forward to. And uh, Prudential Center tonight, seven p.m. Rangers Devils game one. Let's go. Hockey still on for winners. Hockey still on. What is that? For winners, all right, I give it to you. All almost all the teams except for the Jets are literally been in the playoffs or are in the playoffs right now. So Philly and Philly and New York have an interesting time right now. Um, hey, we're hitting playoffs, dude. That guy is that. That's a that's a that's a big boy number. <laughs> Deserves every penny. Deserves every penny. What about you? What are you, uh, what are you obsessing on? Trying to get tickets to P- the Peter Pan go wrong. Still, when APH still playing on Broadway, okay. it's the Peter Pan that the the whole show goes wrong type of thing. Um, nice. But Neil Patrick Harris is in it. I think to the end of the month. So cool. um, apparently, it's really really fun and really cool. So trying to figure Ooh, out. Can I can I get one more in there? I just saw the um. The Pinocchio exhibit at MoMA, the Guillermo del Toro Ooh. Pinocchio exhibit, super cool. If anybody's coming through New York, check it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go see that. That'd be awesome. Well, Jason, now I'm gonna end the show because <laughs> the audience wants us to. <laughs> They're like, Can these guys just shut up. <laughs> we're done with you people. You, we're just done with you people for the few weeks that we have. All right.